Hello and welcome back to another episode of North Country Sunday Revival Podcast Hour. I'm Max. And I'm Megs. And we are here to uh, give you guys a a little bit of uh, the vibe check on the Gemini solar (laughs) eclipse and new moon coming up on June 10th. And it's been a minute since we've done back-to-back episodes. So this is like, you know, we're uh, going to see... Maybe this is just the one-time thing. <laughs> it's it's a treat. It's a rare treat. It it's a little treat, but you know, like it would be like serving y'all a hot dog with just one one side of a bun. You know, we don't want that shit. No, man, eclipses come in pairs. Darn it. <laughs> we want the other half of our bun. Yeah. So the other side of this bun, like, I mean, I guess. <laughs> is you know what it feels so much more mellow yeah. than the full moon yeah i don't have that like weird anticipation feeling in my stomach i don't either yeah i don't either and maybe some part of us kind of got the message from neptune to just surrender. <laughs> it's like i'm gonna fog you up yep <laughs> you're gonna sit your ass down you're going to have to fucking mellow here. Um, yeah. So as as per usual, we'll start off with uh, the astrology and sort of where everything is. And then Mags will share the reflection of the wider universe through tarot and oracle for us. Woo. Um, woo. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Um, check in. This is, this is what we started. This is what we started during pandemic. And I think, you know, it's a nice little thing. So, so baby Mags, how are you? I'm good. Um, we just talked to each other about this, but it is a scorcher today is 95 degrees in Marquette and I am sitting in my underwear. (laughs) (laughs) My girl. And yeah, I mean, what's that line from Sandlot? It's like, I'm roasting like a toasted cheeser. Like, <laughs> that is the energy right now. Uh, um, have, you already, have you already been in the lake? I, you know, I, I went and grabbed Scotland immediately after work today, and we both just, like, got our legs in. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, thank goodness. Yeah. yeah. How are you, that- my bud? I am present. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, yeah, you know, typical Aquarius moon here being like, I don't really know how I feel. <laughs> I'm a little bit detached. I'm a little bit uh, in my brain, you know. Um, yeah. But I think, like, it's certainly not in a bad or avoidant way. I'm just sort of, like, kind of on a little float vibe, yeah. you know? Just kind of like, all right, you know? And, like, my mom had some health stuff happen earlier in the week. And, like, school is kicking full tilt. And But at the same time, I'm just kind of like, no, I'm just not going to – I'm not going to worry myself into a knot or I'm not going to – just don't it doesn't do me any good yeah you know and this is one of those rare moments where me telling myself that actually is working 
<laughs> I love when that happens. Right? You know, I'm like, oh, I'm a surprise, a little treat for myself or where I'm not <laughs> talking some part of my emotional being off of off the ledge or anything you know I'm yeah. just like okay like she's responding we're good this is all just <laughs> kind of like life happens around us and everything's okay hold your center I kind of feel like that's where I am right now mm, um, yes yeah yes. Mm-hmm. so okay temperatures taken we are good <laughs> we are here to talk about the Gemini solar eclipse new moon um and as you all will recall new moons happen when the sun and the moon are in the same sign at the same degree so we've got the sun and the moon at 20 degrees of gemini we have mercury retrograde because who could forget motherfucking mercury (laughs) it's a dude this one's a doozy this one's well because it's like it's just conjunct with everything and then squaring (laughs) neptune and then we've got oh yeah it's just like nothing nothing Catherine and I at work every single day will look at each other and just go, oh, Mercury, as something else <laughs> falls apart. We're just like, oh, you silly bitch. You little rascal. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. yeah, so Mercury is retrograding through Gemini. It is also at 20 degrees, so it is right smack there hanging with the sun and the moon. Um, we have Mars in its final degrees of Cancer, and it will actually ingress to into leo the day after the new moon um and then what did i just do so some oh in venus venus is in cancer squishy squishy (laughs) goopy goopy heart stuff (laughs) (laughs) you can tell how comfortable i am with it (laughs) squishy goopy heart stuff um but honestly like when the sun is in gemini and Venus is in Cancer. It's like you want to be social and you really actually want to connect to people. Yes. It's like a lovely, like lighthearted, also truly genuine way to connect. And whether that's platonic, romantic, familial, whatever it is, it's just like there is like weight behind the way we are connecting um, yeah. and valuing things right now. And it's like really lovely. It's like, I just, uh, it's, yeah, I don't know. It makes me think of like, cause I'll like see the sun in Gemini. I'm like, okay, so this is like, um, like astronaut ice cream, but inside it with Venus and cancer is like a warm <laughs> gooey chocolate center. <laughs> I love that. That's our dessert for the season. Love it. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, and then outer planets, outer planets. We have Jupiter in Pisces. We have Saturn retrograde in Aquarius. We have Neptune. Is Neptune still retrograde? No. Neptune's in I Pisces. Don't think so. Yeah. Uranus in Taurus and Pluto in Capricorn. So um, you know, as far as the personal planets go, that's quite a bit. In Gemini, there's a lot of mutability in the in the vibe of this um, of this coming new moon. Um, but one of the big transits that's happening that I'm probably gonna 
like spend the most time on because it's just oh so very real and it really plays into the vibe of this clusterfuckery with mercury retrograde (laughs) um is that the sun and the moon and mercury all in gemini are squaring neptune and pisces Mm-hmm. So we're just gonna like take a moment for for m- m- me to grieve. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was there to wipe your tears, buddy. <laughs> I mean, like my my stoic ass isn't crying on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I should have known better. Right? You know, you know. Just like I'm like, yeah, it's fucking, it's great. Everything's fine. Everything's <laughs> fine. No. Um. But, right, so Sun, Moon, Mercury, Retrograde, all squaring Neptune in Pisces. Um, and this square kind of, like, is going to ebb and flow all the way till July. So, as we know, Neptune is sort of this, is the planet of unity, consciousness, your your higher self, your spiritual self, wholeness, oneness, Um just all of the sort of flowy mutability of water, emotionality, um, but it can also feel a little bit like, um, because Neptune obscures things and it dissolves things and it takes away things. Uh, It takes away particulars and gives you this whole unified picture instead you're not looking through a microscope but you are looking at a horizon with neptune vibes right it makes Um, it formless yes perfect word thank you yeah um and so like with with this square to to mercury especially like mercury's already retrograde right so it's already a little bit you know just standing on one leg in a rocking boat (laughs) (laughs) um and and so like all the regular rules of a mercury retrograde would still apply the rule of re's revisiting reviewing all of it but neptune comes in and sort of like obscures things and so like we don't even know what messages aren't coming through yeah we just don't know just don't know right like there's still so much from the lunar eclipse to be revealed there's still so much about this new moon which is still the solar eclipse and new moon it still has that same vibe of a new moon which is a uh, a new start right um mm-hmm. a clearing of the slate uh these are new beginnings new beginnings new beginnings um but we like don't know we just have to trust Yep. Because even the su- with the sun and the- if the sun and the moon and Mercury are all conjunct there in Gemini, if Mercury is squaring Neptune, that means then that the sun and the moon are also all going to be squaring Neptune. So when it comes to what the sun represents, right, which is our identity, our sense of self, our, um, our will, our ego, um, and the moon, which represents our feelings, our emotions, some of the um, 
hidden elements of who we are and, and who we are when we are alone. Um, and so all of these things touching with, with Neptune, um, every, there, there are these things about who we used to be that we're not totally sure and what we're becoming and we're not totally sure. And you got to go with the flow. Yeah. You got to just kind of like put your feet up right now and be like, I don't know. But I trust that, you know, based on where I've been and, and what I want to, where I want to be in the future, like it's all going to shake out, mm-hmm. which yeah. is, you know, like a, it's a, it's a tall order. Like I was saying earlier, it's kind of like, yeah, I can tell myself that, but I don't know if it's always going to land and, you know, just keep returning when you start to feel yourself because Neptune does bring some anxiety. Um, if you start to feel that sort of groundlessness get to you. You know, you take a breath and you and you return to that, like, trust yep. in, in who you are and what the world offers, what the universe offers, all of that. Like, that's the magic elixir. Yeah. Yeah. And so for everything, <laughs> pretty much, pretty much, man, mm-hmm. like, that's how it goes. Um, yep. So, right, like, with this new moon and Gemini, if like, it wasn't, I mean, like, this new moon in Gemini is like kind of gets kind of gets like a like a little rocket a little jet pack from the solar eclipse right <laughs> new moon we're so excited and Gemini is Mercury is normally this energy that's like you know I just think of it like a ping ball a pinball machine mm-hmm. right like Gemini's energy is always kind of over here and then over there and then I'm doing this and I'm talking to this person and making this person laugh and mixing a drink like all over um but because mercury is retrograde and because we're squaring neptune like we have all of this enthusiasm but we're also sort of like we know it's not time yet so just go slow and with mercury being retrograde you're just you know maybe you're gonna have to do something for a second time you're gonna have to revisit some shit um it could be bringing information back that um, you didn't get the first time around. Um, and also um, Molly McCord is, who's an astrologer that we, that I, I definitely check, check in with her and, and learn from her quite a bit. Um, so if we remember back to last year, this time Venus was retrograde in Gemini. Mm. And she was saying, you know, it was at the same degrees of this new moon and solar eclipse. And so there could be something that we sort of started last summer that is getting brought up again because of this retrograde. Um, and so, you know, just kind of think back, maybe check in with where you were this time last year. We were all, uh, you know, masked and mostly indoors (laughs) yeah and you know but also like you know just kind of check in with yourself regarding all of that stuff um and um so yes and the other part of this to remember that that neptune can kind of distort information it's like looking at something through water right so you might not fully see something's shape or if it's coming right at you or moving sideways, <laughs> like mm-hmm. um, just wait for 
Mercury to be direct again until things sort of shake out until you can really like so so that you can have information that you can like you know count on um that clarity comes a little bit later um and then the like sort of defining uh transit of 2021 has been the square between saturn and uranus and we have another little little visit (laughs) from that (laughs) on the 14th so a couple days after but it's still kind of it's i'm including it in the chart because it's we've we've already been like uh indoctrinated into this this energy this year right um and this definitely has like a different flavor than the first time we experienced this um this square between saturn and uranus um because now Saturn is retrograde. So it's a little bit weaker. And I don't, I don't mean weaker. I mean, um, internalized, right? It's mm-hmm. just, it, the gaze has, tr- has turned inward. Um, and so it's, it's just that Saturn, Saturn themes of, um, like institutions and systems and, um, ambition and achieving your goals with one foot in front of the other has sort of turned within. And so we're sort of more concerned with like, are we taking the right steps? Are we following with our integrity? Um, we're getting a little bit clearer on what matters to our, to ourselves uh, long-term and, and where we are with that. And Uranus in Taurus is out there it is direct it is just it's out there (laughs) it's out there in space (laughs) space is fucking crazy um and it's just like you know uranus and taurus uranus is the sort of like the maverick the the uh, unpredictable element um and taurus is just sort of like your self-reliance your um you're providing for your own growth and you are steady and you are grounded and you are certainly um, uncomfortable in your relationship with Uranus. (laughs) (laughs) But like there is this sort of like stubbornness of Taurus that looks like self-reliance Mm-hmm. which is where Uranus and Taurus vibe hard. Um, and so in, in conversation with Saturn in Aquarius, this looks like self-reliance and liberation from groupthink. So I, again, right? Like this is a theme. Mm-hmm. We have been visited by this theme all the live long year. Um, and right now, because Uranus is direct, it's got a bit of an advan- advantage in this conversation. We can hear it a little bit louder. Um, and then on the 11th, right, Mars moves into Leo. But right before that, it's still in conversation with Pluto retrograding Capricorn. So, um, and this is an opposition. So Mars at the 29th degree of Cancer and 
Um, we've talked about the 29th degree before it's anoretic. It is unstable. It is like, I've learned all of the lessons of the 28 preceding degrees and I'm about to step into a new vibe and I don't know what it fucking looks like. And also we have Mars and cancer, which is very protective, maybe like self-protective more than protective of others. Um, and a bit passive aggressive. We talked about that in the last episode. Um, <laughs> But opposite Pluto and Capricorn, who is like revolutionizing our our structures, our systems, our our rigidity, um, we're not really sure how we want to move through this. Like everything's just kind of like unstable in this one. So like the day before, like mm -hmm. the day of, I'm sorry, the day of this eclipse, we have this sort of like weird tension between Mars and Pluto. Um, but the next day, Mars moving into Leo offers us a bunch of clarity um around desire and action and how we want to move forward so it's almost like the the eclipse brings this this conversation to a tipping point and then the next day we're like all right i can i can move forward in this in this direction now i'm, I'm i've got some clarity i feel i feel good about how i want to move um you know and all of this i think in general is just sort of like everything in this chart to me looks feels like trust mm -hmm. feels like a, a trust fall <laughs> with the yeah. universe and also it's like kind of with mercury retrograde opposing our sun and our moon and the way that we think and the way that we communicate like um we're learning we're revising how we think about mm -hmm. who we are about how we feel um and that's important work. We, I mean, that's lifelong work, right? Um, but this is a, this is a good step in that process. So, um, yeah, that's what I've got. Ooh, that's that's awesome. Got on this, yeah, I'm excited about Mars moving into Leo personally. Who, buddy? I'm. I need some Leo. I need some fucking fire out here. Yeah, I. I'm just like. Got to love Leo season and just love, yeah. Yep. There's an, anytime anything's in Leo, I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody adjust your fucking crown. Let's do this. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> oh, so what did, um, what did Tarot and Oracle tell you? Oh, you know, they've always got something to say. Always. All right. <laughs> so we got the Nine of Pentacles. And we also got a Oracle card and the Oracle card was open the door. Um, so as many of you probably know, the pentacles in tarot represent the earth element. So even though we have a Gemini new moon, which is the element of air, we have a, a slightly different um, like grounded message. So the nine of pentacles represents... Uh, self-sufficiency, self-control, stability, uh, abundance from hard work and, and just diligence. Um, if you're not feeling those particular energies right now, that's okay. Um, but it, it may be that you're maybe in like a hustle mentality, um, which, you know, that gets promoted every way to Tuesday in our capitalist culture. So, Amen. Um, <laughs> and, and just to give everybody a friendly reminder, like, Constant hustle does not equate to abundance. 
And hustle is often like deeply connected to scarcity because it's this mindset that if you stop, everything will fall apart. Yeah. But the truth is that if you don't make time to slow down and if you don't take intentional time for rest, you burn out. And then the things that you've been working for can't even be appreciated or received because, you know, your life force energy is down the drain. And that is the opposite of abundance. So Mm. it's just a little friendly reminder there. And I'm saying that to myself as much as I'm saying it to everybody else. (laughs) Um, So, but so back to the, the, the other side of the pentacle, nine of pentacles energy. And it's really like a very wonderful card. Anytime you pull this, it's like, oh yes, I'm fucking here for it. It signifies security and not just monetarily, but like a grounded abundance in yourself and what you bring to the world, like what your acts of service are. Mm -hmm. Um, The mindset of this card is about feeling full within and then letting that naturally pour over into your endeavors this feeling and experience isn't something that is like granted to you it's not like you just happen upon nine of pentacles energy you don't just happen upon this luxurious energy it's from your own inner work and that leads to being in alignment with your highest self and that results in you harvesting you know, the fruitfulness of what you've worked towards that, that then manifests into your physical reality because you have done the work inside to, to feel full. And now that's pouring outward and and affecting your, the external. So, Mm -hmm. um, in relation to the Gemini new moon and the solar eclipse, this card is a really good reminder that we always have a choice. Mm. We always have a choice of what we devote our energy to. And secure Gemini energy is curious. Geminis are creative problem solvers. And it's that like rapid mercurial mind force that expands at the potential of every situation. Yeah. And when we tie in that Oracle card, which was open the door, This is a perfect match for what we've been discussing, which is new moons, you know, ushering in renewal and fresh beginnings. And then you combine that, you back that up with a solar eclipse. Our new chapters are given that really significant boost. Um, So I think important questions, you know, for uh, us to be reviewing right now are like, what doors in your mind need to be opened? Because a lot of times we say like, open the door and it's like, oh, what door you think external? What door is going to be opening? What opportunity is going to present itself? Mm. But if we, if we kind of just check in, can the opportunity be received if the door isn't open in your mind? Ooh. Right? Mm. So... Yeah, so what mindsets can we adapt that support that nine of pentacles energy? And you're you're hitting the nail on the head with what you were saying earlier about, you know, it's that trust fall. Mm-hmm. And it's that it's that taking that intentional time to make sure that the choices that you are making are in your integrity, are in alignment with what you want to see. Not not stuff, not conditioned responses from the past. Right. But where are we moving towards? So what choice do I need to make? And this, this is very detached from instant gratification. You've got to make the tougher choices that hold you account- accountable 
for what it is you are aiming for. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is where that inner fulfillment comes that extends to your outer realms. And, you know, I think you and I both can both agree that an easy way to tap into trust is gratitude. Yeah. You know, just being in the present moment and um, a phrase that has been shifting my own gears the past month or so is just like when I'm doing something, I bring myself into that present moment. I just think to myself, like, I'm so blessed to be able to be doing fill in the blank. I'm so blessed to be able to be do like potting this plant into this pot. I'm so, you know, it's like, I, it's a gift to have the opportunity to, you know, walk down the street and go to the store or what have you. It's a, it's a gift to have the opportunity to be able to go to work and be around people and have opportunities for connection, things like that, you know? Mm -hmm. And we always have a choice of how we make those moments because, you know, I was potting a plant at work the other day outside in 85 degree weather. I was hot. I was hungry. I was kind of getting into a pissy mood, but then I just like looked down at the flowers and I felt my hands in soil and I was like, this is, I'm grateful. I have an opportunity to be doing this, you know, and that's a massive, it just, it just shifts that perception. And when we can kind of train our minds, because that, what, like what I said before, nine of pentacles is about, a lot of it's about self-control. It's that diligence Mm. and you've got to be diligent about becoming the observer of your thoughts and Gemini energy's got a lot of thoughts go- going on. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So we've, we've got to be diligent about observing our thoughts and, again, making that choice of what are we going to focus on and how are we going to focus on it. Um, and, yeah, okay, so back to us, Um <laughs> So the main message here is harvesting the fruits of our labor – starts inside and it's sustained within us Mm. and opening the door. We got to open the door to creative solutions. We got to open the door for opportunities to show, show up more authentically. Um, Don't run yourself ragged in the name of the hustle. Don't run yourself ragged in the name of capitalism. We all know that we have to go to work and we know what it feels like to hustle. We know this, right? But there's a, yeah, but there's ad nauseum and, and it's okay to have to, you know, bust your butt. You know, we all have to do that sometimes, but then you have choices that you can make where you can go, all right, um, I'm not, I'm going to choose not to set my boundaries and I'm not going to take that 10 minute walk outside and get fresh air. And I'm not going to do this and I'm not going to drink that glass of water. Those are all choices. And we, we can choose otherwise. And that's how that rest gets integrated in. That's how that different conditioning, because, you know, yesterday when we've had Rachel on uh, the podcast last, last year uh, during Libra season, she's my Libra (laughs) and um, Rachel has always been such an anchor, a rock in my life about reminding me of the importance of rest and what it means to slow down. And I was I have been hustling. I've been hustling a little bit too much. Like I'm losing, I've been losing my balance the past few days because it's just, it's a little, been a lot. You got a lot going on, girl. And, and the thing is like, you know, DJ's like, well, 
you know, give some responsibilities away. And I'm like, that's the thing though. I don't really want to, I want these responsibilities, but I just, it's about, it's a little bit more about my own time management. And, and I was talking to Rach yesterday and I was, it was late, you know, I mean, late, it was eight o'clock, but (laughs) yeah, I'm like, I'm 34. It was fucking late. Yeah. Um, anyways. And I told her, I was like, Oh, I got to do this and this and this. And I was saying that for tonight. And she was like, uh, you know, just as her little pause. And I was like, yep. I was like, but I, part of me just wants to go sit down by the lake and just, be, you know, do that. And she was like, yeah. eh, I think that's a much better idea, friend. I think that sounds like the right answer. I was yeah. like, you're right. And I did. And you know what? It shifted my mood and my energy and everything. I got such a good night's rest. I immediately got my balance back. And mm. I was only at the beach for 15 minutes. That was it. But that's mm-hmm. sometimes that's all it freaking takes. It's just, it's that tiny little choice where you go, you know what? I'm going to set this, these, this down and all this pressure that I'm putting on myself. And I'm just going to make this choice to go ground down. And then everything shifts. And so these are these constant choices. Um, and that's that also like that creative problem solving energy where it's like, it doesn't have to be this way because it's always been done that way. It's time mm-hmm. to shift. It's time to pivot. We've been talking about pivoting. We got to keep pivoting. So always. So slowing down, being present with the fullness that already exists. And it always has and it always will because it's life force. Fullness is not external things. Fullness comes from within you Mm -hmm. and it's always there. So that is your reservoir. That is the, the one thing that you can count on and you should. So as we, you know, start to head into this second eclipse and we've still got some couple of weeks with mercury retrograde and things like that just remember every day we make choices and they're those they're important choices even when they feel like they're really tiny that sip of water that five minutes outside that slight you know dropping into gratitude coming back to your breath it makes a world of difference and you'll start to see the difference of how abundant your life feels externally when you can can master that inside so that's where it's at y'all oh it's just i needed to hear that thank (laughs) you thank you meg yeah (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. um and i can just say that pretty much everybody i know is on that grind right now yeah um with things reopening and you know um people getting to socialize and see their loved ones again like I think there's a bit of like you were saying right like there's that scarcity mentality driving it Mm. because um because we don't know what's going to happen in the fall we don't know what's going to happen with the rest of you know COVID's not gone (laughs) y'all it is not gone I wish it was but um you know like we had this sort of like downturn and things last summer as well. The fall hit, you know, like fall hit and case numbers went up and it was awful. And, um, you know, I think people are just trying to pack it in right now. Yeah. That vibe of just like, okay, so let's like work, you know, make hay while the sun's shining or whatever that thing is. (laughs) I'm not a real farmer, Um, (laughs) but like, you know, there, and also just people are just jazzed 
to, yeah. you know, there's also, there's like, there's like the scarcity mentality driving. And I think that more, more speaks to like systems, institutions, capitalism, white supremacy, all of that just push, push, push that we always feel. And then there's also just like people are joyful and grateful to be seeing family, to being see, seeing loved ones, like all of it. Um, and so that, that, that go is, is very real. And, um, and I see the people in my life that I love, um, you know, some folks are, are better with taking those moments of rest and, and others need those gentle reminders. And I'm certainly what I both, we're all both probably. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. And I just, you know, when you, you know, when you see me spinning a little too far, I hope you remind me to like, go stick my head in a tree or something, you know, <laughs> um, yeah. just to, to get whatever it is we need. And, and we take care of each other like that. And in that, in that regard, like that is very Gemini, like the community orientation mm-hmm. um, and your neighborhood and your people, your everyday um, routines and relationships. Gemini's down with that shit. Um, so that's a great way to move through, I think, for sure. Um and so, yeah, I was kind of like, we were chatting earlier. We're like, well, what are we going to talk about afterwards? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> what are we going to talk about? And I'm kind of curious now because, like, I know, I think we mentioned it in the last episode, but did we talk about manifestation in eclipse season? Like, did we really get into it? Yeah, I think, I mean, not, we didn't go like, crazy on it but yeah we talked about just like the danger not the dangers but you know yeah. the side effects of, of yeah, manifesting it's like, like yeah like ill-advised and so i yeah. just want to repeat that it's still fucking ill-advised <laughs> <laughs> but yep. also like do you man <laughs> do you right like if you're looking for a loose cannon manifestation then have at her yeah right <laughs> like if you want to if you want to touch hot things you go for it mm-hmm. we're not gonna tell you but i just wanted to say like still um put your helmet on wear your seatbelt put your hands inside like don't touch anything <laughs> 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 always just urging a bit of caution in that regard um and right like with the astrology like there's a lot of shit we just don't know yeah yep we're still always but yeah Yeah, we're definitely right now (laughs) yeah that's like turned up a little bit um and that you know the other thing i was was feeling kind of drawn to to speak about um was like just the the time between eclipses um is this very sort of like liminal groundless place um, where, you know, things are in, um, in process. Right. And I think practicing, I think practicing activities um, that get you to your flow state is maybe the right way to honor this time. Um, as opposed to manifestations or anything like that, like just work with what's here right now. Does that feel right to you? 
Oh, a thousand percent. Because when you're in a flow state, you're present and you're not, you're not concerned with the past. You're not worried about the future. You're just here in the moment. And when you're truly in the moment, you are in a state of gratitude, even if you're not conscious of it. Mm-hmm. And when you can be in that space, you know, everything kind of just dissolves and you are able to trust. Yeah. And, you know, that's anybody who you, if you if you know what we're talking, if you're definitely if you're listening to this podcast, you know what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> and it's yeah. really it's quite a blissful feeling. It can be pretty euphoric to be in that state. And so if you can, you, you got to find your groove. What, what are the things that pull you into that place? And, you know, yeah, find it and do it often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I went for a walk yesterday. <laughs> you know, I am, I will be the first to admit I am not a runner. I do it occasionally. Sometimes <laughs> I just have to move a lot of jitters like out of my body. Um, but I'm not, I'm not a runner. And I was started off as like, I'm going to go for a run. And then like, <laughs> my body was like, bitch, please. <laughs> <laughs> my legs just felt heavy. Like it just, I just, I was getting information from my body. And instead of forcing myself in the opposite direction, which is my normal route. Cause I'm like, I have a, I've made a goal and to myself and I'm going to achieve it and blah 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 but I was just like no you're walking you're just walking and so you know I had my tunes in and I just was cruising down the dirt roads and it's very lush farm country where I live and that is something that I'm immediately always grateful for when I'm walking around out here um all of a sudden I'm just like I'm peeking on flowers and trying to find plants that I can identify and following little birds as they fly through a canopy that I haven't seen before. Or, you know, like uh, there were turtles everywhere. You were connecting to the magic. I was connecting to the magic. And like, it's just, you know, honestly, like it can be as simple as, like you said, I went to the beach for 15 minutes. Like, um, Mm -hmm. Uh, or you can divert because pivoting is the theme, right? Where we think you're going to go for a run and maybe your body's like, no, 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 slow down so that you can actually experience what's around you instead of just walking past it as if it were scenery in a movie, mm-hmm. right? Like be present. Um, so just like pay attention to those intuition tugs and and um, the the still small quiet voice in you that says, go to nature now or return to your breath or drink water, eat something nourishing, whatever it is, play music, uh, make art, dance ecstatically. If you're like an ecosexual, make out with a lush green hillside. I don't know. (laughs) Find your thing and, and use that. It's, it's the medicine through this, I think. Yes. Yeah. And I, don't it mean, I don't mean to like, I'm not making fun of ecosexuals. I like, I respect that as like somebody's choice and that is their life choice. And I mean, you know, I'm just saying like, find whatever you connect yeah. to, find your flow and, um, and just, you know, unabashedly. So I think, I think there's certainly room for all of us to, um, to honor our own our own joys you know and the things that just like fucking light us up and fill our hearts so there's there's that i love that friend yes yeah 
Yeah. But I don't know. I think, I don't know, man. You feel good? You done? We done here? <laughs> I, feel, I, feel, I feel good. Did we just bust into this saloon and drink all the booze and then leave? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I kind of want to do that with you right now. I know. Me, too. I'll meet you in, like, let's meet up in Wyoming. Okay. I'll be the bitch in the tight wranglers. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh my god. Yes. My mom gave me I don't know if it was I think it was last summer. She gave me her old like 1970s Levi shorts. Yes, she did. And I am so excited to rock those. Oh. So I'll I'll be in those. Oh, thank goodness. We're gonna oh, just saving saving the world with that ass, baby. <laughs> I don't know, buddy. <laughs> I mean, you know, I wasn't all, born with a butt. Whatever. All bodies are beautiful, and <laughs> and all asses and Levi's are beautiful. <laughs> all right, I'll take it. Yes, we can give that. We give that. We give that freely. Um, all right. Well, this feels good. Yeah, feels good. We're gonna have a playlist. It's yeah. brewing currently. It is in the cauldron. Yeah. Um, and, um, well, shit, we just love y'all so much. Yeah.